The countdown is on. Only a certain number of days until Brianapalooza 2023. Saturday, November 18th at South 40 in Reno, beginning at 10 a.m. Details at radradio.com. I love how Engineer Bob, our, our voice guy, he does those things. Oh, that was him right there. He, he's too lazy to cut one that says tomorrow. <laughs> Just keep saying the date. Uh, a couple emails about Brianapalooza, which is tomorrow morning uh, at 10 a.m. at South 40 in the backyard in uh, Reno. All the details are at radradradio.com. Uh, Nervous Nicole wrote in. That's Kyle's nickname, by the way, for her. <laughs> well, it fits. Uh, she's one of actually more than a few that have written in, and, and we do get these when we go out and do do big events. But it seems to be more this this year uh, who are who are anxious, like, oh God, I don't have anyone to go with. Oh, I'm so nervous, etc. So she wrote in, and we tried to help her uh, beat off the anxiety monster because <laughs> she's gonna be coming alone. And uh, Carly says to nervous Nicole, I'm also extremely anxious meeting and talking to people in public, even if it's somebody I know, unless there are copious amounts of alcohol. I've been to several rad events, and I always felt this way prior, and I always left having made new friends. The best way I found to break the ice was Rob's suggestion when you're standing in line, casually say, hi, have you met Rad before? Aww. And remember, there are copious amounts of alcohol available tomorrow at Brianapalooza as well. You could just say, can you believe we're standing in this line? How stupid are we? These people. (laughs) These These are just people on a radio show. Yeah. Now keep in mind that when you. Let's go play pool. When you do that, (laughs) the overwhelming majority of people in line are unlike Dawn. They actually like the show. And they're going to be like, what the hell's wrong with you? So, a word of warning. Anne Marie says, I wanted to write in and tell Nervous Nicole that maggots unite at the rad events. My husband and I are both very shy, but we ended up meeting a group of friends that saw us sitting by ourselves and joined us. Oh, that is so nice. That's so maggot army. I mm-hmm. love that. We ended up having the best time with them and took funny group pictures. When it was time to meet the almighty Rob, I think I blacked out. And of course, he put me at ease and made sure my husband and I were having a great night. Uh, tomorrow is Brina Palooza at South 40 in the Backyard in Reno. Starts at 10 a.m. We will have a full bar, turkey brine sandwiches, uh, live music. There is plenty to do, as Dawn said, if you suddenly realize there's no reason for you to be there. But you drove all the way there, so okay, let's play pool, axe throwing, there's cornhole, there's bowling even. You can bring your little puke kids to the uh, newest arcade in Reno is stocked as well. Uh, and the stupid store, Super store will be on site with little Charlie. Little. Uh, and your last chance at uh, Brian, uh, 2023 proprietary blend of the Brian, but tons of rad swag as well. It's all at Brian Apalooza 2023. Tomorrow starts at 10 a.m. at South 40 in the backyard in Reno. Details are at radradio.com. Master, master of movies, I'm feeding you lies. Twisting your brain for a really cool prize. Action, adventure, sci-fi, comedy. Just take the film and you'll reach supreme. You're a movie master. Movie master. We got a $100 gift card, a Visa gift card. Caller 18. Hello there, Ashley. Hello. Hello. If you know the movie, you will win. If not, we'll go to Kevin. Good morning, everybody. <laughs> and Vince, your color 20. What's up? <laughs> We're looking for a 1992 drama. I smell those prunes. We talking Turkey Marbella? Yes, we are. Ooh. What is that 1992 drama? I smell those prunes. We talking Turkey Marbella? Yes, we are. Ooh. Vacation, lampoon, or lampoon, Christmas Jesus. vacation. Uh, is that uh, is that uh, is that Ashley speaking right now? Yeah, sorry. No, that's okay. Oh. <laughs> Just wanted to make sure. You know, generally, I say the name of the person whose turn yeah, it is yeah. to guess kind of thing. Kevin. How about Glengarry Glen Ross? 
up to you, I, Vince. I think that's a scent of a woman. Good job! Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. We won. Man. Oh, my gosh. You win. New father Al Pacino starring in Scent of a Woman. Charlie, meet W.R. Slade. Nice to meet you, sir. The original bulging briefcase man. Gretchen, I smell those prunes. We talking turkey, Marbella? Yes, we are. Ooh. Let's have a whiff. Come on. You know I always had a sneaker for you. Come here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, he's the same person. <laughs> yes. What is he like? I'm not, I'm not even sure I've seen him in an interview. Is he just so the opposite of that? No, not really. Mellow, he's more like subdued. He's he is more guy. subdued. He's, he's, a, he's always the same guy. Uh, we got two more chances for you to win a $100 Visa gift card coming up at 8 and 9 a.m. We got this email from, from uh, Hector. Hi, Hector. Hola. Brandon's part Mexican. He says, uh, hey, uh, Brandon, could you please check Rob's blood pressure? After he yelled out about Snoop Dogg, he looked like he was getting ready to pass out. <laughs> I'm concerned for his elderly age, and I want to make sure he makes it to the end of the show and to Brian Palooza. Yeah, I'll get right on that. <laughs> after that, it's okay. Yeah. You could die. Yeah, I can just die <laughs> right after Brian Palooza. Right. Oh, if I have to deal with endless people walking up to me tomorrow going, dude, did you hear the Snoop Dogg's not going to smoke pot anymore? I probably will pass out and die. Jesus. <laughs> we also got this email from Jeff. Hi, Jeff. Says, I just heard Rob rant. I've been ranting all morning. I guess I have. About Christmas decorations being out early. Yeah, who? who why, why did that come up? Somebody brought that up. Uh, uh, somebody yes. saw a tree in a window. Yeah. Oh, because of the canine cam. Ah, yes. uh, one of the videos, uh, the, the dogs were chasing around the uh, the Christmas tree, which is already up in their house mid-November. Yeah. Which is perfectly fine. No, it's not. It's not. Yes, it is. Not if, you, not if the rest of the public can see Oh, right. You have to you shut it off. Do whatever you want <laughs> in your house. But I brought up that I saw a house with a tree and the window was open and it was lit. That on was the, the crime they were committing. The way to work this morning. Yes. was open. You can't do it until a week from today. <laughs> you can do whatever you want in your house. If, oh, if, if we were doing the big old uh, Christmas thing at Williams Manor this year, we would already have the house. Uh, Santa would have puked already. Winter Wonderland. You wouldn't be able to see any of the stuff we put up that you can see from the street. That would go up next weekend after Thanksgiving. That's the rule. So, Jeff says, I just heard Rob rant about Christmas decorations being out early, and I feel so much embarrassment and shame right now. What? I'm a red-blooded American like Rob in my early 40s. So not like me in that way. Yeah, much you're younger. much younger. And I'm completely aware of our customs where holiday decorating is concerned. <laughs> I had always followed these rules to the letter all my life until I got married to a Filipina. The Philippine culture starts celebrating Christmas in September. Whoa, I love that. Then move there. And they don't stop until February. I tried to fight in the beginning, but over the five years we've been married, her mother, who on top of everything else, lives with us. Oh, that's so sweet of you. This must be some amazing sex. That's sweet of you to take her in. We don't know that that's the story. Doesn't sound like he took her in. Sounds like he was told this is how it's going to be. Well, it's probably cultural. Because, I mean, I even know with, like, Sicilians yeah. and Armenians, there's, like, cultures where we, uh, Portuguese, because we have all that in our family, where family is very important, and you take them in. You take care of them. Not to him. It's not <laughs> cultural for him. Right, but he didn't marry. He married into something cultural, right. and now he has to abide. Words matter. Exactly. He has to abide. <laughs> he didn't take her in. He, he gave in. Okay. 
He submitted. He said, damn it, we didn't get a prenup. Yeah, that's the deal. Exactly. <laughs> um, or you marry you know, your own kind like I did, and we both know this is what it is. I tried to fight in the beginning, but over the five years we've been married, her mother, who on top of everything else lives with us, has a way of getting what she wants. <laughs> as soon as they go to the Philippines right after Christmas, it's all getting ripped down and burned. Uh, oh, burned. Ooh, that's excessive. Yeah. Jesus, that's I, the only way I could imagine compromising on that one, Jeff, is I would have to put up a sign. I would I would go to a little Charlie. Not little. Not tall. At Black Dog Graphics, who powers the stupid store. Superstore. And I would have him print me up a sign for the front yard that said, it's not my fault, my wife is Filipina. Or something like that. You know, maybe more creative. Hey, the, Phil, the, the Filipinos uh, celebrate Christmas early. I'm very sorry, neighborhood. Maybe maybe print up a bunch of flyers. Put them on the, on the, all the, the windshields around the Do neighborhood. Do the neighbors care? You have to somehow. You have, oh, they care. They might not say anything to him, but they care. You can go door to door like registered sex offenders have to do yes. and say, hi, I'm, I live at this house. Hey, just wanted you to know. You're onto something. You're onto something. We should have a, a Megan's list for people who who put up Christmas list, Christmas decorations early. Mm-hmm. Because when I, by the way, the house that you I saw, the house that I saw oh, with, the, with the damn Christmas tree in the window, it's not in my neighborhood. <laughs> But I still judged it, and I was still angry. See now, and the minute I saw it, I did. I had that. I had that thought. How psycho is that human being? And I should be able to go to the website, uh, the, the Megan's the Megan's Law website. We're gonna have to think of a name for it. And then you'll see how psycho they are. Put in the address and find out what have they been arrested for? How long did they spend <laughs> oh in the psych ward? Mm-hmm. How many children have uh, been harmed at their feet? Because maybe you'll find out uh, they have a disease. They're gonna die before Christmas. Great. So the family's having them celebrate it now. Wonderful. Oh. And I would love to know that because then I would finally go. Oh, okay. Cool. But just like this poor guy. If I, if I drive by Jeff's house, oh, I'm putting in his address right away, and then it pops up and it says, wife's uh, a Filipina. Okay, well, all right. right. You know, what's he going to do? <laughs> what are you going to do? Oh, and then there's going to be a little, it's going to say, wife's a Filipina, asterisk, and his mother-in-law lives with him. It's like, oh, poor bastard. I'm going to bring him a fruitcake or something. He <laughs> goes great with lumpia. We are, uh, we're already in the midst of uh, the holiday pile. I promised, I promised after yesterday's abortion of turkey meal that we would do a big version today, so we're going to give it a try. Here we go. you have a question and you want the perfect turkey, send us your question and we'll answer the best we can. It's turkey mail. Six days until Thanksgiving. Remember, if you go to radradio.com, you go to the Rob section, we've got the holiday recipes. They are posted, uh, different ways to cook your turkey, the sides as well, uh, mashed potatoes, stuffing. Uh, my wife's uh, broccoli casserole. We also have videos that are posted where we prepare all of those things. But you can still send in your questions, rad at radradio.com. We will start with this one from Maggot Michelle. Hey, Maggot Michelle. She says, I plan to make your crazy mom stuffing this Ooh, year. Oh, me too. For the first time. For, for the first time. So I watched your posted video. It was so fun to watch. You and your mom are hilarious and got me more <laughs> excited about Thanksgiving. So I watched more of the videos. Oh. While incredibly useful, I found it so entertaining. Rob had just gotten engaged to Christine at the time. Brando was just an itty-bitty youngster. (laughs) But it made me laugh. Uh, But what made me laugh the most was Rob in his old house talking about his ghetto sink and appliances. It was also great. Yeah, that was that That, that was at least six years ago because we've been in our house for uh, for five years. Uh, But yeah, those the the videos are posted. Ghetto. uh, And they are they are helpful and uh, gated house. And they are uh, entertaining uh, as as well. But it had carpets. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was. It, it was a gauche. Things oh, are things man. are comparative. Okay, oh. that house I understand. Look, I wouldn't have lived there 
There, there was a, yeah. I, we were we were renting that house for reasons that aren't interesting. Um, but there's a vineyard in the back, right? That's the house. Yeah, it's a rat infested vineyard. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it wasn't like a worky, wasn't a worky <laughs> it wasn't vineyard. Oh, vineyard. But, but <laughs> it was it was a it was it was a nice house. I wouldn't yeah. have rented it had it not been. Comparatively, though, to Williams Manor, it's ghetto. Well, That's the point that that Brandon is making. I guess. Uh, next email. That, by the way, <laughs> it, you'll notice that really didn't have anything to do with turkey mail, other than. <laughs> A helpful ode, hopefully, to some maggots to go, oh, okay, these videos really are helpful, things like that. All right, next one's from Rachel. Hey, Rachel. This past Tuesday, I started planning our Thanksgiving extravaganza for nine people. This will be my fifth year using the Rad Turkey Brine, and each year I learn a little more and gain a little confidence with the roasted turkey recipe from Rob's Recipes from the Rad Cookbook. We have two different cookbooks. They are available in the Stupid Store. Superstore. At radradio.com. As well as the sides that Rob has shared, I even put my own little twist in the recipes. And that's what you should do. Yeah, that's I, fun. I, I've never, I don't think I've ever taken a recipe. I'm sure I have. But it, it, I don't I don't know that I've ever taken a recipe and said, I'm going to make it exactly this way. There's always something you look at and you go, yeah, but what if I did this? So you should put a twist on it. I, I am I am constantly adding my flair. I am I'm definitely not afraid to go off of, but this will be my first time not doing that with your mom's stuffing because it is so good. That's exactly how I want it to taste. Well, and I, I will say the, the the recipe that is are you using you're using the one in the cookbook or whatever? Uh, well, I I got off the website. Okay, same one. Yeah. Um yeah, and that's again, that's I I, I I don't know. I I don't know if I twisted mom's recipe at all on that one. It but has it, onion. It, is, it has garlic. I know what's in okay. it, you dodo. Well, I don't know if you did something different, dodo. Um, but it is it is perfect. Uh, double dodo. I I follow that recipe exactly. I mean, I, yeah. I follow my recipes exactly because they're perfect. So. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Rachel says I made a roadmap of what I plan to make. The other side of my worksheet is my timeline of what needs to be made and when. My family thinks I'm nuts. But they'll have the last laugh when they sit down and eat the meal. I think half the fun is the preparation as well as the meal enjoyment. Thank you, Rob, for giving us endless advice, recipes, recommendations, tips, and setting us straight in the kitchen. That is the person that should be hosting Thanksgiving. If you truly enjoy getting all the recipes out, making a a plan, a list, and the ingredient list, talking about what what was the other side of it? It The worksheet is her timeline. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. If I'm if I'm hosting a big Thanksgiving, there's a whole timeline of everything that has to happen along the way. You do it ahead of time, so when it is Thanksgiving, you know exactly what you want to do, and but you still have to adjust on the fly. Something always happens. And you enjoy doing it alone, like no one in there. Yes, like helping you. Yeah, get or... away from me. Yeah, God. <laughs> when I make desserts, I'm that kitchen. way. God. But for Thanksgiving, I I'm excited because it'll be like the whole family, aunts and cousins, and we'll be doing sides. Oh. That's like the, such the fun part. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> no, not stand oh that. God. Brianna just wrote in and said, "Can you talk us through Christina's broccoli casserole?" No, I'm not going to read the recipe on the radio. Just go to radradio.com. She says, "Is there a way to prep it the day before?" Yes, there is. You 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 go to get the recipe. It's in our cookbook. It's also at radradio.com. You go right up to the step. I this is what Christina and I would suggest. Go right to the step where you cook it if you can, and don't cook it. Refrigerate it, and then cook it. Bring it the next day. Bring it up to room temperature and then cook it per her instructions. I know some of you don't have access to enough oven space. In that case, you can cook it the day before. She would say don't cook it all the way through. And then uh, the next day you're going to heat it up like while the turkey's resting or being carved. And you might need a little uh, uh, broth or whatever. I forget what she uses in there. It's all it's all at radradio.com. It absolutely can be prepared the day before. You're reminding me, I, obviously, potatoes, when you were giving people the option of 
like using a crock pot if they didn't have space in their oven. Yes. Potatoes were in there. What about your mom's stuffing? Was Absolutely. that something that Absolutely. Because oh. I feel like stuffing, doesn't it get that crispy because of the oven? Yes. But but you're but that's why you're gonna you're gonna warm it in the crock pot. Warm it in the crock pot. And you're gonna you're gonna keep an eye on it. Remember, have some chicken broth available yeah. so it doesn't dry out. And then you're gonna finish it in the oven. You might even broil it a little bit. I gotcha. Yes. Okay, yeah. Depends on how is. crispy you like it. Yeah. Uh, Melissa says my dad is coming from SoCal this year, so my turkey can't just be my normal good. It has to be perfect. <laughs> my questions are: I know there are no magic formulas for how long to cook a turkey, so without opening the oven, how will I know other than opening the oven if it's the temperature? The cookbook says to check the temperature after one hour, but then what? My second question is for the brine: Do I need the lid for the bucket? I'm sorry, these are stupid questions. They're not if you're, you know, really obsessing or if you haven't done enough. Uh, second question first, do you need a lid for the bucket? No, but there's nothing wrong with you having one. Um, if you've got pets, if you're a, a weirdo like Dawn and you think that fecal matter is falling out of the sky and it's going to affect your turkey, <laughs> then put a lid on it. There's no big deal. It, it, either way, it's not going to affect it. So that's totally up to you. The, um, the Okay, the turkey temperature. I know the recipe that we have posted, and I think in the cookbook it says, if you're doing the oven recipe, after you sear the turkey at 500 degrees, you turn down the oven, you put the, the, the turkey bra over the breasts, the, the aluminum foil, and it says something like, put, it, put the oven at 325 or whatever it says and just let it cook until you check it. Well, yes, that's what I mean is when it's time to check it after an hour, you open the oven door. This, this paranoia that people have over opening the door and letting the heat out, it's like, have you ever used an oven? It's not, all the heat doesn't escape. Um, especially when all you're doing is you're checking the temperature and then you put it back in. So what you do is you check the temperature after an hour. And what you're doing there is you're trying to get an idea. The, here's the thing. There isn't a formula because there are things like ovens cook at different temperatures, altitude, or as Dawn pointed out earlier, you're in Germany. And so things work differently. <laughs> when your turkey has been cooking for an hour after you've seared it, now you know, oh, it's cooking at this rate. It was, it was, at, it was at room temperature. 75 degrees or or you could you could even really go nuts you could sear it right you got to do the, the the 500 degrees and then and 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 before you put the turkey bro over it check the internal temperature oh wow it's at 85 degrees whatever then an hour later when it's at 110 degrees you know okay we're cooking 15 degrees per hour you can do math i don't bother with all that but that's why you would do it and that's what you would do moving forward uh don't they have like and maybe I'm missing something here because I know my husband has one with a smoker, and maybe it's just particular, maybe it just pertains to smokers. I don't know. Uh, he knows the temperature of the meat because he has a gadget sitting on the counter telling him. Mm -hmm. Can you do that with your oven too? With the you know, like you, you stick whatever that is in it. Right, you need and then that. You have that gadget. You need a Bluetooth to like, yeah, thermometer. To like, I mean, you can do that. that's something you are able to do. Yeah, letter writer. I, I don't like those things. I I I find them to be um, inaccurate in my experience because you're when when the thermometer is sitting in the heat element. It, I don't believe, and in my experience, I have I have found this, that it's giving you an accurate temperature. I've been told, oh, it's at 140 degrees. No, it's actually at 120, but because the thermometer is in the heating oh, element. Oh, you shared that oh, earlier yeah, this week, yeah. It, I, don't, I don't trust it. But look, if you guys have had good oh, experience, so you're, do, go for it. You're pulling it out. You're sticking yep. the thing in, yep. checking it. I want. Remember, we talked earlier this week, I use yeah. four thermometers. I want the thermometers to be at room temperature when they go into the meat. So that I know I'm getting as accurate a reading as possible. I feel like maybe my husband does that as well. I think maybe that other one's just like a beeper 
to say when it could be done, but he still checks it. I don't know. See, I don't do the smoking. I was just trying to think of a way where someone wouldn't if they're so paranoid about opening the oven. I know with baked goods, people get really like, do not open the oven. You can, you know, it's chemistry and totally a lot different. of going. Totally yeah. different. Yeah. But with something like that, yeah, just I, open it. And I, I also, it I, 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 look, I have this thing. Look, I, I love technology. I have no problem embracing technology. I do with this. There's, there's, <laughs> there's an element of, I don't need a bunch of gadgets and, and gimmicks when it comes to cooking because I've proven to myself I know how to do it. This is why I've always been so... Um, uh, uh, not apprehensive. What's the right word? I've been so like against the idea of air fryers. It's like I don't need a gimmick to do all this. I, I was I was anti uh, instant pot for so long until I got one. I went okay, this is good technology. So that's all it is for me. No, see, I, I I'm with you, and that's where we're 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 agreeing. But then parting ways. I cannot stand the Instapot. I got I, I got rid of mine <laughs> because I love the process. If I'm doing soup. Of it going or a sauce doing its process there in the Dutch oven on oh, the stove. I, I would never use it for either of those things. Yeah, but you oh. know, you, some people will be like, oh, you can do this. It shows so many things you can do in that damn thing. And everything that I would make in there, I love the labor of love that I'm doing, you know, on the stovetop. So I'm like, eh, I don't like this technology. Yeah, I mean, those, those things, see, those things, whether it's labor of love or just taste, soups, Sauces, they need to be cooked yeah. slowly. I, I, you don't need – I love the fact that I can get a pot roast done in an hour. That I, mean, I don't need that sitting around for four hours because you get it done, and then it can sit in the sauce. And, and, and so there's certain things that I like I use it for. If I was a busy mom, I'm sure I'd be in love with the Instapot because you could still do a nice <laughs> meal but quickly. Uh, Bree wrote in and said, I always get nervous about leaving the turkey and the brine in the garage overnight. Is it cold enough this time of year to stay safe, especially in the garage? Absolutely. Yeah, you're, you're fine. Remember, you also have – if you're doing it by the recipe, there's ice in there too. The the ice water will keep your bird cold, and it certainly is not warm enough anywhere in our general area to to, to uh, defrost the ice while it's sitting there for 12 or 14 hours. <clears throat> Excuse me. Lisa says, my husband and I have been hosting Thanksgiving for the past many years, and it's better every year. I've never had a problem, but I always stress about when to buy my fresh produce without the risk of certain things being sold out. Oh, Yeah. My question is, when do you buy your fresh produce that you need? Sorry if this is a stupid question. It's not a stupid question. It's an interesting premise, though, that you're I, – I thought you were going to be asking that they'll still be fresh. <laughs> you're worried that stuff is going to be sold out, okay? Um, so I would give you two different answers. If, if, if This weekend would be – it's going to be packed, but this weekend the, the every store will be fully stocked, uh, and they, there's no reason why anybody should be sold out this weekend. The next day would be Tuesday before Thanksgiving. Again, the store is going to be a mob. Yeah. But Monday is when they they not only start the restocking process, but almost all grocery stores get their deliveries in. So I, if if I was worried about things being sold out, I would I would either do it this weekend or I would do it Tuesday to get all the produce. Yeah, I wanted everything already in the house. I only need one other thing, and it's sour cream. But um, it's for the cheesecake. But I, I think I bought my celery too soon. I don't know. I'm, I've been watching it because I could use it for something else and then go get more, like you said, like on Tuesday. Just wanted to avoid the store. But I'm like, you know, it, it's it's being kept cold. It's in like the veggie saver, you know, part of the fridge. So because, uh, you know, I mean, that's such an important part of stuffing. Yeah, no, because you want <laughs> yeah. the crunch. Exactly. And, uh, and, so, and that is yeah. when, when celery starts to degrade, that's the thing. It goes limp. Uh -huh. It needs Viagra. Yes. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, I'll be buying all of So I'm not worried about things being sold out. 
I'll be buying all of our produce for those of you that were thinking, well, yeah, but when when do I get it for freshness reasons? I'll be going Monday uh, because that way you've got you know a good two or three days. You're, everything's going to be fine. I don't want it this early because of exactly that. I don't want it as, as good as I am, and this is why I don't Instacart because I can't stand other people picking out produce. Uh, I'll, I'll Instacart for other things, but not not stuff that I've got to see. Yeah. Sometimes you, you, you still swing and a miss or something happens and I don't want to risk it for it. So for those of you that are wondering about all those things, you know, this weekend, most of you can't go on Monday because you're working. You know, we can go middle of the day. It's not that bad. Uh, but I would, I would get out this weekend if you haven't gotten it already. All right. Ramiro says, apologies if this sounds like hate, uh, if like I ah, start over. Apologies if this sounds like I'm hating the turkey meal. But why do people keep asking the same old questions? I mean, you answer the same questions every year. Are people just that dumb oh. or they can't retain the info? Ramiro, you're, you're channeling decade ago, Rob. Yes. All right. As I've mentioned, Dawn has beat me in a submission over the years <laughs> by yelling at me and, you know, degrading me and demeaning me and not listening to me and, you know, telling me I don't matter, <laughs> things like that. But she's also pointed out uh, on another oh, subject man. that, it, and she's right, there are, to your question, Ramiro, uh, are, are, are people dumb? Or, or can they not retain the info? A lot of people that are writing, they had no reason to care about it previously. Right. They listen to it. It's entertaining. Hopefully, we find a way to make it fun to listen. But they're like, I don't care about that. This mom's cooking. Uh, we're going to the in-laws. And then suddenly, for whatever reason, they're in the position of, oh, God, now we're hosting Thanksgiving. Not everybody is a first-time writer. It, th Thanksgiving in particular, Dawn has pointed out, especially if, if you're not super confident in the kitchen. It's not something that you do once and go, I got this nailed. Because a lot of people do it and go, okay, that turned out pretty good, but what could I have done better? So I, I, I totally get where you're at, Ramiro. But no, I really don't think they're dumb, and, I, and I, I, it's not about retaining. Ramiro, do you hear every second of every day of our show? Probably not. So you're also assuming all of these people have heard this for years and years and years. People listen at different times. And sometimes even if the radio's on, it's on, but they're not hearing every word because they're busy getting ready or, or working or whatever it might be. So Oh, well, you know. in that case, go to hell. <laughs> uh, <laughs> next one says, I'm trying so hard to get into the Thanksgiving spirit. I love Thanksgiving. I usually really enjoy the planning, the prepping, the shopping, and the cooking. Turkey mail is my favorite part of this time of year. Oh. <laughs> That's an odd one. Yeah. This year, my heart just isn't in it. Oh. My dad's terminally ill. Oh, I'm so sorry. And I just can't get myself excited to do a small Thanksgiving for only three of us when usually it's a big production with a ton of family and friends. Oh. I'm feeling blue listening to all the turkey mail this year. Oh, I'm so Aww. sorry. Yeah. I mean... That is that is something we we tend to a lot of us tend to forget that this time of year that the holidays are very difficult for a lot of people. You're going through it right now. There's a lot of people who went through it and it's still it's never the same if they lost a loved one right around Thanksgiving or right around Christmas. It, it's it's hard to to get and, and it's up to you. Um, some people that I've talked to that have been through this, they just get back on the horse. They just do what you say you don't want to do. Um, they, they go ahead and they do a, a small Thanksgiving and it turns out to be really wonderful and they go, okay, this is our new tradition. Others have, uh, have done a different tradition. Like, like, let's say you always did this big family thing, like you're describing and you did Turkey and the normal stuff. I, I know, I know one person I'm thinking of in particular who went a whole different route. They still do Thanksgiving. They just don't do anything like the, the traditional spread. They do like seafood and, and they've created a new thing. And then others just decide. It's canceled. We're just not doing it, and uh, they they do they just they just do something else. They look at it like it's a Saturday. You'll get there, 
but this year is when you're going through it, and it, it is hard to get through that. Well, and it's, it's okay. You know, this is just the, the chapter of the phase that you're in. You know, think about the, the years that you were enjoying it. There was someone that was in your position right now, right? There is always people where it is they're going through something tragic that makes it just not as fun. And I know this sounds weird to say, but it, it's okay. Like, honestly, it, it, embrace that this is what it is and be okay with, with how your feelings are. And, and, of course, you're down about it. Like, honor all of that. You know, it is best not to suppress that because it'll just come out later. I would just focus on trying to make the food taste as good as possible for the father. If he's terminally ill, just make sure he goes out with a bang with the last good Thanksgiving. It sounds like they're not even doing that, though. No, they're not. I mean, it could yeah. be a situation where maybe he can't even, like... Because it says, my dad is terminally ill, and I just can't get myself excited to do a small Thanksgiving for only three of us. Oh, I, I thought they were, like... I, I've had a family member before where they were near that, and it was, like, they're, it's, like, tube-fed or yeah. whatever. Right? I mean, yeah. if... Oh. if, if if it's what you're picturing, Kyle, you're absolutely right. If if it, if Dad is able to be at Thanksgiving and and everybody knows he's gonna die soon, you want to. It, weird analogy, but it's kind of like if you know your dog has cancer and you have to put him down that last day he's alive, you're giving him fast food, man. Yep. It's like here, here. We're, what do you want? What, what do you want, boy? You want McDonald's or whatever? It's the same thing. You know, make oh make gosh. it the best thing it can be yeah. for Dad because not only will he appreciate it. It'll be a great memory for you. Uh, Heather just wrote in and said, we cook our bird in the smoker. And while it is delicious, it doesn't produce awesome, crispy brown skin. Awesome. This year, I want to do what Rob says and start it at a high temperature to, she said, braise it. That's not what you're doing. You're, uh, you're searing it. Uh, she says, my question is, can I do this step in my smoker? It goes up to, I think, 500 degrees. I have an oven I can use if I need to but no broiler. So first of all, let's make sure, Heather, are you doing the, the refrigerator step? I smoke a turkey almost every year. The skin is always super crispy. Uh, and I do not uh, braise it. Braise it. I can't believe I just used her word. Sear it. Uh, I put it right in the smoker at two, I think it's 275, maybe it's 225. Skin is always amazing. Uh, and that's because the, the turkey is fully prepped on Tuesday and then goes into the refrigerator uncovered for two days before it gets cooked, and the, the coldness is what uh, hardens up the, the skin, and then it, it smokes up fine. So first of all, make sure you're doing that. If you have done that, it's still not working. Yes, you can sear it, and you would sear it in the oven. Uh, don't get your smoker up to 500 degrees, because then it's going to take so long for it to get back down, to because you want to slow cook, uh, low and slow cook a turkey for a smoking. It'll take so long to get down. That thing will cook at, at 400, 350, and you, you do not want that when you're smoking. So if you got to do it, sear it off in the oven. Lindsay just wrote in, said, I acknowledge that this may be a really dumb question. Oh, this is going to piss Ramiro off. <laughs> but when you put the turkey in the fridge to thaw, do I leave it in its plastic packaging? Yes. Just leave it. However you got it, just plop it right in the, the, the fridge. And as I told Kyle yesterday, he was asking, uh, if you're worried about juices leaking out as it thaws out, uh, just put it on a baking pan or a tray of some kind. And today would be the day, if you're going to brine on Tuesday, today would be the day that your turkey needs to get from the freezer to the fridge so it's defrost uh, slowly. Ruh -roh. So I put mine in a tray. It's in the fridge. It's, quote, defrosting. But, <laughs> I, 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 yeah, well, I touched it this morning, and it's still frozen solid. I mean, I, I get it. It's been, like, it's probably 12 hours. probably. But, I mean, does it, will it really defrost in the fridge, or can I take it out and just kind of guarantee on the counter, oh. or is that going to be bad? No, you, I mean, you, look, okay, a lot of questions in there. I yes, know. yes, yeah. it will defrost in the fridge. But I know the feeling, and, and, and there are times where, again, how here, there are different factors that go into this. There's a formula, they say, that your turkey will defrost four pounds per day. 
So if it's a 16-pound turkey, you need four full days in the refrigerator. But that is not foolproof because how packed is your fridge? The, the, biz, the, the, the more stuff you have in your fridge, the harder it is for that turkey to thaw out. Yeah. Um, there is nothing wrong in my world with taking the turkey out, putting it on the counter for the day, and then putting it back in the fridge. Okay. And, and to kind of to make yourself feel better, like, okay, now I'm a day ahead. And again, because once the turkey is thawed out, fresh turkey, thawed out turkey can sit in the fridge for three, four days safely. Perfect. So okay. thaw it out Perfect. sooner. Oh, God. Yeah. Mm, that would I, that, that just makes me nervous. And Taking it out it, on the counter and then putting it back in. If it makes you nervous, don't yeah. do it. They're, you're insane. <laughs> there, there's no logic to that because the turkey, the way Kyle's describing it, is partially or mostly frozen. I yeah. Know. Therefore, nothing bad's going to happen as it yeah. continues to thaw out and it's in its wrapper. It can't literally get salmonella and then you're going to put it back in the fridge, still partially frozen. Yes. All of that doesn't right. matter. <laughs> Makes me feel better knowing four pounds per day because it's only been there 12 hours. So it's only two pounds of a 13 pound turkey. So there's probably not a lot of defrosting going on so yeah. far. And, 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 and again, the formula, I don't want everybody to, you know, oh, okay, well, then I can wait until Sunday because I've got a, only an eight pound turkey. It's, it's not foolproof. Uh, and I, 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 I would always rather the turkey is thawed out ahead of time so that we're not worried about it. So just get into the fridge earlier uh, and let it thaw out. Uh, who is this? No name on this. How hey often? Person. What was that? I just said, hey, person. I decided to acknowledge them. After I had started reading it. That's cool. Yeah, well, it was kind of <laughs> at the same time, in all fairness. How often do you baste your turkey? I hear some people don't baste at all. Am I wasting my time basting often? Sorry if this is a dumb question. Not a dumb question. I don't baste at all. Uh, it doesn't need to be basted because you've got the, in my recipe, you've got the butter under the, uh, the skin. Uh, as described in the recipe, uh, and uh, I think I personally I think basting is a waste of time, so I don't have an answer for you. I was just gonna say, so basting is a waste of time. <laughs> he put his hand down it, as soon as you said that, oh. and then you hit him, and he was like, "My." So it must be a baste of time. Oh, there it is. A baste Got of it. Time. So were you making a pun, or do you agree? No, I, well, both. Okay. <laughs> you know what we haven't gotten is the beer turkey. Don't we get a beer turkey every year where someone asks about, or is that beer chicken? Is that where you chicken? Is it? Uh, I, beer don't, can, chicken. You'd, have, you'd need a really big can of beer. Fosters. You, yeah, I'd be bigger than that for most cavities, I would think. But. <laughs> so, pardon my ignorance, but what exactly is basting the turkey? I've heard it, but I don't know exactly what it means. So, you're just squirting juice or butter over it? You just get the juice from the bottom of the tray when it's cooking yeah. and pour it on top. Some people like do that. Marinade. Some people do melted butter and just squirt it on top. That's um, what old school grannies would do so all take, night long. So, take a stick of butter, put it on a fork, and then hold it to the rotisserie chicken or the rotisserie turkey in the oven. Is that still considered basting it? Yeah, it's the oh. same idea. Okay. I mean, if you're doing it while it's cooking, it is the same premise uh, of, uh, of of basting it. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, you keep mentioning ice in the brine bucket. Is this just to keep it cool? I'm a broke bitch, so my fridge is empty, <laughs> and I plan to put my bucket in my fridge. Will Ooh. this suffice, or do I still need ice? No, If you, I mean, if you're storing your turkey while it's brining in a refrigerator, you don't need the ice. Yes, the ice is just is to keep the bird at a safe temperature as it brines. Uh, let's do this one from Maggot Megan. Hey, Megan. Is it okay to brine a partially frozen turkey? I'm cooking two 13-pound birds this weekend, but they're not completely thawed yet. They've been in the fridge since Tuesday. 
what would you do? I would have taken it out already and done what we were just talking about with Kyle. Let it uh, let it defrost at room temperature. That's me though, and that's not what anybody at, like the USDA or whatever is going to recommend. Can you can you brine a partially frozen turkey? Yeah, maybe don't use the ice though in that case because the the turkey doesn't need it, and the turkey as it defrosts will provide the cooling thing that will keep it safe. Uh, Faith wrote in and said, "This is my first year cooking Thanksgiving dinner, and I'm so excited." Because I got the Rad Turkey Brine. Woo. And I'm using the Rad 2020 cookbook available in this stupid store. Superstore. And I'm going to be following your recipe videos that are posted on radradio.com. <laughs> but I still have a question. I'm going to follow along with your oven-roasted holiday turkey recipe from the cookbook. My very dumb question is, will I still follow the same times and temperatures from the cookbook if I am cooking the turkey in a countertop roaster oven instead of the actual oven? I've never used it, but all of my research that I've done, because we get this question every year, is yes. It's the exact same thing. There's no difference. It's just it's a different oven thing. It's 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 kind of like what I always say. That's what your grill is. Your grill's an oven, it, it, and and that's what a, a roaster oven is. It's same like for thing. a hot box, right? I <laughs> yeah, mean, that, I mean, it it, I think because we put the name oven to it, it's so official. But it's a hot box. That's all it is, right? It's just it, and and as long as you can control the temperature, <laughs> yeah. like you can with a roaster, like right. you can with a grill, that's yeah. all it is. It's a it's a square thing. <laughs> That produces heat. Yeah. Heat is heat. The, the temperature is the temperature. Yep. Uh, you can get our 2023 uh, proprietary blend of the Rad oh, Turkey Brine uh, online in the stupid store. Superstore. Or if you just want to make sure you grab it and don't want to trust the mail or anything else, you can get uh, your turkey brine from any of a dozen uh, vendors and partners, small businesses in Northern California, Northern Nevada. They are all listed as well. In the stupid store. Superstore. At radradio.com. Rob. Anybody. And Dawn. The Rob, Anybody, and Dawn Show.